0: From top prospects to former All-Stars, today Matt and I are giving you the inside scoop on players to stash on your watch list and I.L. So lock on in for today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball.
1: You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello Fantasy Baseball Fanatics and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host Dominic Martino here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane. Yo,
1: yeah, it's good guys. We're ready for a good show today.
0: Yes, sir. We got a great one for you guys today, but as always, you can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we truly, truly appreciate it. If you could do that for us, it helps a lot uh, grow the outreach of the podcast and, you know, just helps us out a lot. We truly appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes you to the channel, also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode. And once again, if you're on youtube please be sure to like and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you before we jump into today's episode though we want to thank each and every one of you for your support we're getting very close to that 2,000 subscriber mark on youtube so once again if you haven't already hit that little bell please do and if you could share our podcast with you know a a fan another fantasy baseball fan somebody that just likes baseball we truly be grateful to you for your support you know and helping us grow But on today's episode, locked on fantasy baseball fans, we got a fully loaded one for you. Let us be your secret, uh, your team's secret weapon as always, as we provide you with the best players to stash on your IL and watch list. We got top prospects, we got former all stars, we got everything for you guys. So, Matt, who do we got up first, my brother?
1: Yeah, I mean, I figured we'd just kick it off with somebody that probably is getting the call soon and the team can't get any better. But of course, they're going to call up their top, top prospects soon. And that's Mr. Kyle Manzardo. I said that right, right?
0: That's <laughs> yes, right. You're on point. You're on point.
1: <laughs> so um, Kyle Manzardo is a great, great hitting prospect. I'm a big fan of him. You know, he's going to be somebody that can give you a lot of plus, plus numbers when he does get the call. This year, he's off to a nice little start in about 119 at-bats. 20 runs, 33 hits, 8 doubles, a triple, eight bomb skis already, which is real nice, 22 ribs. He's got 18 walks to 25 stolen bases. Great, great ratio there. And batting 277 with an o- uh, OBP. I mean, um, I'm sorry, an OPS of 932. So, Kyle Manzardo is off to a really great start. He looks like he could be that power plus guy he had in 2022, 22 home runs. And it looks like he, that he that is carried over into this year. So, he could be a really nice bonus in all the categories for you, except for stolen bases. So he's going to have the average for you. He's going to have the power for you. He's going to have the ribbies and runs because Tampa Bay is just looking, looking like the best team in baseball right now, which is kind of out of nowhere in my opinion as well. But don't get me started. I think it's just more of an AL division thing where I just I'm a Yankee fan and I hate every team in that division. But Colin Manzardo is going to be a great fantasy asset this year, so definitely pick up Mister Manzardo. or at least hey man, watch that him. Was great.
0: That's great, great, great coverage on Kyle Manzardo. Right now Manzardo is 3% owned on Yahoo. So like Matt said, just throw him on your watch list for now see what happens. with Tampa, you know they're they're known for slow playing their prospects a little bit more. but on these episodes uh, you know every week uh, we're gonna try and give you some good prospects to stash and just make sure you know but know who they are and to keep your eye on them. But Matt Matt, you did a great job here. There's not too much I want to add on Manzardo is that you know he's been a you know a top prospect in the race system for you know the last couple of years. It's got a little bit of power upside. And then that lineup, you know, the runs and RBI upside is pretty high as well. Not really a steals guy. And he could definitely contribute in the batting average department. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Nolan Gorman with the power and, you know, the opportunity to play for a good team, decent batting average. So once again, Kyle Manzardo, first baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the best teams in baseball. Definitely a stash. Let's talk about somebody that I'm high on. And uh, this guy kind of came out of nowhere this year. And I believe he is the 100th prospect on the the redo of the MLB's uh, top 100 uh, prospects. And it's Andrew Abbott, starting pitcher for, you know, the Cincinnati Reds. Looks like the Cincinnati Reds are going to try and start making that push. We talked about uh, Ellie De La Cruz and um, Christian Encarnacion Strand on last week's version of this episode. And this week we're talking about Andrew Abbott. You know, big lefty, six foot, you know, almost 200 pounds. He's got great stuff. Breaking stuff is good. Fastball is good. He was blowing, blowing, um, you know, players away in double A. Let me get you his, um, you know, whole stats here on the season down in the minors combined. I got before it. You I you break want. down, you know, he's. Couple of recent starts. Uh, I think I got it here. Give me one second. I, uh, oh, okay, that's not it. Uh, all right, I'm back. I'm back. Hold on. Let's. Uh... Oh, geez, Matt. If you have it, go for it. Yeah. Because this is just being a pain in my butt. Now. Go no for worries. It,
1: so in Double A, he was mashing. So he had 15 innings pitched. He had a a 5 ERA. He had 36 strikeouts. That's just bonkers, right? That's literally like a little over two per two per K nine. So I'm loving that. But here's the downside of him, and when he got the call up to AAA this year, he had 20 innings pitched and a four five ERA with 29 Ks. But the thing is, he got lit up in his last start, which is mo- mostly the reason why his ERA is so high. Other than that, I mean, it is what it is. But Dom, take it back.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you take all of the starts combined, it's seven starts uh, in Double AA A, AAA combined this year. Seven starts, three oh three ERA, thirty five innings pitched. 65 strikeouts to 10 walks, so that K per nine ratio is out of this world. 089 WHIP. As Matt mentioned, the last start for Abbott in the minors was he gave up five runs, so that's why the ERA is a little bit inflated. You know, and uh, if you just take across his four minor league starts, but Andrew Abbott has big, big time strikeout upside. If if anyone can you know come up and do similar stuff to Spencer Strider did last year, I think Andrew Abbott is one of the guys that you know possibly could. His percentage is 5% owned on the Yahoo. So just keep an eye on him and see where things go. Let's move on to somebody else we've talked about a little bit here on this podcast. And, you know, some uh, tough news came out about him recently. It's Mason Miller, starting pitcher from the Oakland Athletics. He came out here. This kid throws even harder than uh, Andrew Abbott. This kid throws up to 102 miles per hour. But you know what? It looks like that took a little bit toll on his arm. So Miller was diagnosed um, today as we're talking with a mild UCL sprain in his right elbow. Let's see what the final thoughts are here with him. He was initially going to be shut down for a little bit with right elbow inflammation. He won't throw for a little while. But I'll tell you this. Right now, you just want to keep an eye on the news with Mason Miller because across um, 21 innings, he had 22 strikeouts, a 3.38 ERA, and an 0.98 WHIP, which is you know very very good for a young kid just coming up uh, to the majors from the minors. And I think Mason Miller has a lot of upside. So right now, just throw him on your watch list if you have room on the IL, if you have unlimited IL spots, or you know, let's say for some you know godly reason that your team is just fully healthy. And you have blank IL spots, stash Mason Miller, see where it goes. The kid's got a lot, a lot of upside. I'm excited to see what this kid can do over the next couple of years in the big
1: leagues. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a feeling if he's owned in leagues, he's going to be dropped. So definitely put that watch list uh, tag on him. But other than that, I really have nothing left to say. Dom, did a great job there. Thank you, sir. And before we move on here and we talk about Matthew Libitor, Anthony Randone, and John Means, we have some great sponsors to talk about. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans in, into owners with official, li- officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own the fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, competing with their player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play so rare recently partnered with the mlb stars juan soto and julio rodriguez to serve as brand ambassadors both are going to be featured in so rare current brand campaigns and will engage with the so rare community throughout the season at mlb events head to sorarecom slash locked on that's spelled s-o-r-a-r-e.com to draft your team of free player cards Set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on. Start playing today. We also want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Be sure to look out for our new episode tomorrow for our second round of waiver wire episode this week, where we, you know, give you the guys that are top performers throughout the week from you know Monday to 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 tomorrow. Uh, which is Wednesday, and we're going to give you a whole bunch of names to go into the weekend and smoke the rest of the, the your league. So, without that, with all that being said, let's talk about Mr. Matthew Libitor. Right, I got that one right. I hope. Um, if you guys haven't you're, caught you're on, Matt. Point, if you guys haven't uh, caught on, Matt has a reading level of uh, first grade, so sometimes he can't read these crazy last names. But today I'm doing all right. So anyway, uh, Matthew Libitor of the St. Louis Cardinals at 23 years old has uh was, we think he's going to get the call up soon. So far, he's had a great out, great outing in the minors and triple A. He has 46 innings pitched. He has a 313 ERA and he has 56 strikeouts to that 46 innings pitch. So the K per nine is definitely there with a one one seven four whip. I think the numbers are solid. The um Libertor did get that like a cup of coffee last year with like 34 innings pitched in the bigs last year. Did not go well. But, I mean, hey, first time at the bigs, it really isn't going to, you know, scare me away if a guy doesn't really come up and just blow my mind. Because, I mean, Libertor does have a nice K-9 history. And in 2021, he had a decent outing in in A where he had 124 innings to 404 ERA with a 1-2-3 strikeout ratio. And my guy just looks like he could be Somebody that can be put in a position to succeed, especially with St. Louis Cardinals heating up. So, Libertor is at least a watch right now. I wouldn't say an immediate ad, but he's somebody I'm definitely keeping an eye on because, one, that bonus of being on St. Louis Hot, the St. Hot Lewis Cardinals getting all hot and heated here with Arenado going five for five with Dongs. I think that, you know, if he steps up and gets the call up, there can be a lot of win potential for St. Louis Cardinals and for Matt Libertor. Yeah, Matt, that was, that was great uh, coverage on Libertor.
0: I'll say this, the, the spot might open up. Max has not been good. You know, Miles Michaelis has been mediocre. So I think, you know, maybe the Cardinals say, hey, you know what, if they start winning games, hey, let's get some talent up here to the big leagues. And, you know, Libertor's got great stuff. You know, the numbers don't over the last few years don't necessarily reflect that. But the kid's turning a corner this year. You know, he's only 23 years old there. And I like that he got the cup of coffee last year. So he got a taste of what the big leagues is like. So he said to himself, hey, I got to make some adjustments coming into this next year. And it looks like he's completely done that. You know, as Matt said, the strikeout to walk ratio is fantastic with 56 strikeouts over 46 innings with 17 walks. And the rest of the numbers look fantastic as well. And he is currently 10% owned on Yahoo. Once again, that's Matthew Libertor, starting pitcher of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's definitely worth a shot. So, you know, just throw him on your watch list right now and we'll go from there. But up next, we are talking about Anthony Rendon. And it's my guy. I'll take the credit for, you know, I was ranting and raving about this guy all offseason. And, you know, I necessarily, I guess, wasn't super right on him. He is hitting 301 with 20 RBIs, but he has one home run. So the power has been absolutely, uh, you know, not there. 19 runs, though, which is good, too. But I feel like he's been getting dropped a lot. He's 53% owned on Yahoo currently. And this is somebody that you could just throw on your IL, you know, see what's uh, going on with him. He's been burdened with injuries over the last few years. So sometimes when you're coming back from, you know, major injuries, it's going to take you a little bit to adjust. Not that he's going to blow you away with power when he comes back but I still think he has 20 home run upside. I, you know, I think the batting average is going to stay where it is or close to 300. And if he gets even a little bit of power going, I mean, come on, he's going to be very, very worthwhile. The fantasy he's, you know, got the RBI and runs potential in that good, uh, you know, angels lineup with trout and Otani and Renfro and, you know, the rest of them boys over there. So I think Anthony Rendon definitely worth the ad 53% owned on Yahoo. He's definitely a, a throw on your IL now, because I feel like, as he gets closer to coming back from the IL, what let's see exactly why he got thrown on the IL again? Grind strain, nothing too crazy, nothing that's gonna you know keep him out for too long. But with the drops going down, he's down six percent on Yahoo this week. I think you pick him up and you stash him, and see where it goes.
1: Yeah, I mean the grind can go anywhere from like two weeks to like six weeks, which is the issue. But I mean, right now if you have a clearer or a freed IL spot, you add him and hold him as long as you can. And if he comes back and he starts mashing, hey, awesome bonus plus worst case scenario. My rule of thumb is waiver wire off the uh, batting average off the waiver wire. So quite honestly, he's going to be at least a boost in that category and a nice sub for the day until he starts rocking and rolling, but great job, Dom. Let's move on here. Let's talk about Mr. John means John means is somebody that I'm really happy. is going to be coming back, coming back from TJ. So, there can be some control issues. Probably the whip's gonna be high, but John Means is a good talent. Uh John Means last year, I mean uh, 2021 season before he got hurt in 146 innings pitch. He had 134 strikeouts, he had a 362 ERA. And quite honestly, his whip was a 1030. So he was doing his thing last year. I mean, the 2021 and a, and he's, he he really is was like a nice fantasy ad when you found him, got him off the waiver wire because nobody was really drafted him so i i really do like john means i think he's gonna be another like plus like plus add for you coming off the waivers this year so john means definitely take a look at him if you can add him to your il but honestly probably everybody's forgotten about him so at least keep him in the back of your head here put him on the watch list and see what happens down the stretch because i think he'll be back in i think two weeks or early june so we'll see when when that starts lining up i think the second that he gets a rehab game is the second you start thinking about adding him. But that's John Means, guys.
0: Yeah, Matt, you were right. Everyone is kind of forgetting about John Means. You know, he's only 4% owned on Yahoo. He's a guy you could throw on your IL. If you're in a deep, deep league, you know, and uh there's not a lot of pitching out there. John Means is he was he's always been serviceable. His whole, you know, career from 2019 to 2022. Uh, pretty solid numbers. He's not really a K per K-9 guy, but he's like a mid to, you know, uh, like a 3-5 ERA type of guy. The whip is going to be good. He has good control of his stuff. And that Baltimore team is pretty good, so he'll win some games for you as well. Once again, he's really a deep league play. Um, last that I'm seeing here, last update that I see on him, is that he was throwing 30-pitch bullpen sessions, and this is going back to like mid-April. Um, yeah. So it looks like maybe like June to the all-star break, John means could be back. So once again, it's, it's more of a deeper league play at the moment moment. If you're in a deeper league, you throw him on your IL Now you stash him and you see where things go. Cause everyone's forgotten about John means at this point, if you're in a shallower league, like those 12 man leagues with the benches, aren't too crazy. Or, you know, even if you play in a 10 man league, no shame in that at all. Um, just just keep him on the watch list for now. John Means, once again, starting pitcher, Baltimore Orioles. And I feel like we've talked about so many lefties today with Abbott and uh, Libertor and Means. I don't know what it is about the lefties. But uh, next up, we got uh, Aaron Savale, somebody I'm actually super excited to talk about here. Uh, I might give you a little bit more of an in, in-depth breakdown on him if I can get my uh, stats together together here. Together. Uh, on the year, he had two starts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm slipping up over here on my words. Uh, so on the year, uh, two starts, two, eight, four, we are 12 innings, eight strikeouts, a one Oh two whip. Uh, Savali just always been somebody that I liked, you know, after his rookie campaign where, you know, he got that cup of coffee in 2019. I always liked what he could do. He's never really lived up to the hype. But I want to see if I can pull up, you know, um, the little run he went on last year towards the end of the year when he was finally healthy. Another guy that, as Matt would say, kind of a flanges guy. He's always banged up with a little bit of something or another. Um, but I think when he finally gets healthy, he's still fairly young. He can really, really get it going. Uh, Let's see if I can do this here. Let's go from there to there. So we're going to talk about Savali from last year, from June 8th to October 5th. It was 10 starts. Uh, During that time period, he had a three ERA, 51 innings. 53 strikeouts only seven walks and batters were hitting 198 against him so the numbers are there he can really get it done cleveland's pitching really hasn't been blowing me away i know they got a bunch of them young dudes you know that are are solid that have been okay but um let's see um how things go i do love aaron Savale. But um, before we move on and we talk about some of these other names here featuring guys like Adam Duvall and Luis Garcia and another astro, Michael Brantley, I have a sponsor that I would love to talk to you guys about. Actually, a brand new one, too. And today's episode is sponsored by the clothing company Bird Dogs. Looking for clothes that redefine comfort and style? Look no further than bird dogs. They've crafted a perfect blend of performance and fashion to bring you shorts, pants, and tops that will revolutionize your wardrobe. With stretchy fabric that makes your legs look great, they're not only stylish, but they're comfier than any other shorts or pants that you currently own. They give you the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants on the golf course, to a meeting, on a date, or even if you're just looking to hang out with your friends. Bird Dogs just sent Matt and I some sweet killer shorts that we're absolutely obsessed with. And I'll tell you this I wore them all weekend, and I got a, a ton of compliments on my Bird Dog shorts. So, go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Yeti style tumbler with every order. Matt and I also got one of those as well. And they're great to, you know, bring a drink with you on the go, whether it's a cup of coffee, energy drink, or water, whatever it is, you got to check out Bird Dogs today. So, let's hop right back in here and let's talk about Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall was absolutely mashing. He was uh, crushing the ball before he uh, went on the IL, and I think you know uh, he's still a little bit highly owned at sixty three percent owned on Yahoo. But I think everyone's forgetting about him. I think you can go out there and you know throw a little buy low offer on him too right now if you know um, he is still owned in your league because I, I think his power really plays up in in Boston. I don't uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that short porch over there in right. But man, it looks like he was he was on a way to I think have a career season, even though he's 34 years old. As I said, that power plays up. Let's not forget that Duvall hit 38 home runs and had 113 RBIs in 2021 uh so you know we know he's got the power to do it if he stays healthy he's also been over 30 home runs two other times in his career with Cincinnati he has a career 233 batting average so the batting average might not be great but with the shift band this year uh I think he could hit closer to 250 even if he hits 260 the numbers are going to be crazy that Boston team is way better than we expected so the opportunity for runs and RBIs is going to be there as well I think Duvall is a sneaky you know stash on your IL or if you can buy low on him in a trade I think it's a very sneaky move right now because I think his uh you know his his power is gonna play up there in Boston.
1: Yeah Duvall could be a nice ad especially seeing add right to the IL if you got a free spot. Not my first yeah. name I'm running two out of the guys I could say go to the straight to the IL but mm-hmm. Duvall's up there. But let's move on here. Great job there Dom. Let's talk about Mr. Luis Garcia. Uh Luis Garcia, we all know the um the journeyman starting here. pitcher yeah yes. starting
0: pitcher from, yes. from Houston.
1: Yes exactly. Now on the San Diego Padres, so far through um, 2023. He's still, he's, still with, he's still with Houston. He's still with Houston. Mm, I have the wrong page on then. Yeah, um, that's
0: what I was saying. There's, uh, there's a couple of Luis Garcias. Okay. Sorry about this, ladies and gentlemen. Dom, do you have yeah, a there, there, no, no joke. No joke. Yeah, there's like there's like five Luis Garcias. <laughs> Yeah, so I if can't. you, I, I'll, I'll take the lead. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take the lead on uh, Mr. Luis Garcia here. So over, over his career, he's actually been really solid. I'm going to read you Luis Garcia's numbers over his whole career. It's 28 wins, 19 losses, a 3.61 ERA, 352 innings, 364 strikeouts, and a 1.15 WHIP. Now, Luis Garcia had a little bit of a down year last year with the 3.72, but let's not forget he's 26 years old. He wasn't dominating this year with the four ERA, 27 innings, 31 strikeouts, a 129 whip, but that's the reason I'm talking about him on this list because you have probably had a lot of frustrated owners that dropped him. He's down to 35% owned on Yahoo. So I think this is the opportunity to you know get Luis Garcia on your IL, uh, wait for his return. Let me see if I could find uh, an update on currently what's going on with Luis Garcia and where he's at in his recovery. There's so many Luis Garcias in the big league, so sometimes it's a little bit difficult. They all have the the same exact spelling and everything. It's not even like you catch a little bit of um a break here. So I guess he's having a little bit of arm issues here. So it might might not be the first guy here on uh you know my list uh of you know names that we talked about today. So I, I'd say proceed with caution with Luis Garcia because I'm not really seeing a firm update or a firm timetable on um, when he's coming back. So, you know, it, it's just a name to keep into consideration because he's still a young guy, 26 years old, that I think can, you know, um, potentially be a game changer when he comes back.
1: Yeah. Now that I got the right player page up, when he does come <laughs> back, uh, you know. He, you oh, the- damn. Actually,
0: mm-hmm. uh, bad news. Bad news. It just came out actually a couple of days ago. I think Garcia is gonna to get to Tommy Johns. Mm, yay! So maybe not. Maybe yeah. Maybe not stash Luis Garcia. Maybe stash him for next year if you have like a dynasty league or you know like a, a keeper league where you keep a lot of names and you know it's deep and you don't really have anybody. So I guess that's why you know JP France might stick around. So you know what? Uh, go out there and snag JP France instead.
1: Yeah. All right, so let's move on here to another Houston Rocket. And um, Michael Brantley, we're going to talk about him. Michael Brantley is, you know, Mr. Batting Average, Mr. I'm going to hold back Kyle Tucker in the lineup from, you know, hitting number two in the lineup. A whole bunch of, you know, misgruntled things that I have with Michael Brantley. I don't feel he deserves to hit there, but he is a good talent. So he always will hit for batting average. He's, you know, a career 298 hitter last year hit 288 in the 277 games uh 243 at bats in 64 games you know in that time he had 28 runs he had 14 doubles a triple five home runs 26 ribs a stolen base and 31 to 30 from walk to strikeouts so he gets the job done when he actually plays he's not going to be you know a blow you away in any other category probably outside of runs and runs and uh, batting average but it is what it is with Michael Brantley you know what you're getting now the only problem is is he gonna play more than two get more than 277 in bats once he's back but hey if your batting average is really taking a dump or if you're you don't get enough runs for some reason he's definitely a nice little plup into the utility spot and fill in for days off so I'd definitely scoop him back up I'm not sure when he's getting getting back from his injury but it should be soon. I don't have that information in front of me, but Brantley is at least a watch. And then once he starts getting the rehab games, if you need the batting average, I definitely add him right to your I.L.
0: Yeah, so Brantley's not going to miss the whole year like uh, Luis Garcia. You know, once again, sorry for that, guys. Uh, that was a little bit of a, a mix-up there. So, but with Brantley, he he was on a minor league rehab assignment. He did get shut down. Um, you know, Dusty Baker, the manager of the Astros, is describing the setback as minor. So I don't think he's going to miss you know too many games down there in the minors. But when he gets back into the swing of things, Dusty Baker is the type of manager that likes to take his old veterans and bat them near the top of the lineup because he believes in them and trusts them, as Matt said. You know, he's a guy who's been holding back Kyle Tucker for, you know, last few years there in Houston. So when Brantley does come back, he's going to hit near the top of that stacked Houston Astros lineup. I think with the, you know, the shift being banned, he's a guy like DJ LeMahieu or Rizzo. That's going to, you know, an even Corey Seager type where he's going to get that batting average up even higher brantley's hit you know over 300 a bunch of times in his career i could see him doing that again as matt mentioned he's going to be a plus in the runs department now he's not going to give you really any power rbis is questionable once again depending on where he's hitting in that astros lineup but i like i like michael brantley He's currently nine percent owned on yahoo if you're playing in a deeper league or you have unlimited il spots once again brantley's owned nine percent on yahoo definitely definitely a name to you know at least keep on your watch list for now and see where things go and i think he can help you in uh, deeper leagues or you know your al only types of leagues because once again nine percent owned on yahoo you can't can't go wrong with a guy like Brantley. but matt anything else to add real quick before we wrap up no i think that's it my guy let's hit this thing all right brother So that is all for today's episode. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already have it. And a huge thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And I will say this, if you're still here listening right now, that means um, I'm I'm sure you're probably a fan of us and what we do, and we truly, truly appreciate you, especially if you're an everyday or even if you're a new listener and you made it to this point, we truly, truly appreciate it. And if you could help us on that journey to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, you know, go on YouTube and share the podcast with the friend a family member somebody you want to share you know um the wonderfulness that matt and i bring to the fantasy baseball community or just the baseball community as well it truly truly is appreciated and you know make sure you stay tuned for a new episode tomorrow featuring must add waiver wire players trust me we got a lot of huge names that have come up recently or that are making noise and that you're going to have to have on your team to get you to that championship that you all want to win you know like matt and i so guys uh you know until tomorrow
1: Peace. See you.